Every year I know we gonna go hard We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads go pack go Ain't show with no mercy cutting no slack no I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish it All right, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast It's Dane here with Wags as always And Wags Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay. Um, Holy smokes. I'll be honest, went back and forth, wavered a bunch of different ways. Wasn't sure ultimately which way this was going to go. How are you feeling after finding out this news today? I feel great, man. I I know that there's a lot of emotions out there because some people probably mentally had already moved on resigned to the fact that perhaps Aaron's going to get traded. Maybe he's going to retire. And, and I completely understand that, but um, I'm quickly in the mental state that the purpose of being a fan is to cheer for my team to win the Super Bowl. And Aaron coming back gives us the best chance to win a Super Bowl right now. Uh, It hasn't happened uh, the last couple of years. We've fallen just short in some ideal circumstances. I mean, I I think we expressed our uh, disappointment uh, several times at the end of the last couple of seasons. Uh, But it doesn't matter right now. It's all about next year and uh, certainly that first domino of having Aaron Rodgers announce he's going to come back uh, puts us right back into contention uh, from the get-go. So, Dane, that's my biggest reaction, but uh, what what are you feeling tonight and uh, as you process this news over the course of the day? Wags, going into this, um, and we've had discussions off the podcast too, uh, I'll be up front. I was leaning more towards – this being a clean time for the Packers to move on. Uh, It it made a lot of logical sense uh, for, for, you know, perhaps to just get the draft capital you can from your two potentially best offensive players and just move on, start fresh, take your lumps in 2022 and then go forward. I know that wasn't the most popular decision, but that was something that I was mentally prepared for. And I thought was logical. That said, um, I'm learning very quickly about myself. That may have been a coping mechanism that I was working on because I am beyond excited to have Aaron Rodgers back. I've been on the record a million times that Aaron is my favorite player to ever play the game. And there's something about it, Wags. I was doing the math. We're 37 years old. Dude's been a Packer since we were, what, 20? There's a chance that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback for the Packers into our 40s. Are you kidding me? The longevity of Aaron, um, understanding his place, I think, in history, um, the, the idea of knowing that he could start his career, end his career in one place in Green Bay, I think is incredibly meaningful, not only to the fan base, but I, I truly do believe to him as well. He wanted to get to this point. And now it's all out in front of us. You said it, Wags. Our job here, we're excited because it keeps this window open, especially with this front office, especially with Goody and Russ Ball. They're so darn good at maneuvering around the cap, finding talent, finding guys off the off the streets at times that how can we not be optimistic that the Packers have an opportunity for another two, three, four years to go and seize this opportunity and bring another ring back to Titletown? Because you never know when you get that opportunity again, the window's still open. Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. How can we not be celebrating? 
for sure. And I think that's, that's where I come down to. And there's so much to unpack here, even though everybody's well aware of the announcement. If you're watching and following, uh, there's lots of reactions out there. So there's many people uh, that you can turn to. Everybody has their own reactions. Uh, if you're with us on the live on uh, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube channel, uh, please pop in the chat. Uh, what are your reactions to Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay and and what's next uh, for the Packers. So um, I think uh, just uh, we're not going to do a full-length podcast tonight, but definitely want to get the reactions. And then also uh, just uh, unpacking how some of the news came out today, I think, is, is interesting. Um, first of all, uh, we expected Pat McAfee to, to be the one to break the news. Uh, Aaron did not go on the show today, uh, but um, I'm sure he wants to get the details of the extension worked out. Uh, Dane, it's surprising to me how some fans of, of not just the Packers, but across the NFL react every time a player signs for big money. That's just kind of the way things are. And uh, there was kind of a visceral reaction to the uh, news from Ian Rappaport that Aaron had agreed to a four-year, $200 million deal. And the reason this is surprising to me is not uh, so much the money, but it's the reaction to it. Um, Listen, Aaron returning was not going to happen without an extension. And if those details are still getting worked out, um, it, it doesn't matter. He's going to get a ton of money. I expect that he's going to be the highest paid player in the NFL, no matter what the deals are. Now, of course, Aaron Rodgers himself even came out and posted on Twitter uh, saying that there was no deal done and the $200 million being reported was incorrect, um, which is very unlike him. Normally, he doesn't break the silence or... or uh, he's not his own mouthpiece in situations like this. Um, so uh, part of it, I think, uh, Dane, is him wanting to control the narrative that this was not about the money all along. And um, But listen, he was going to get paid. Uh, that's part of the process here, too. So I think we need to understand that he wasn't going to come back and play out the final year uh, of his contract uh, with the Packers having a $46 million cap hit. That wasn't in the interest of anyone involved. Uh, so the money is was is and always was going to be part of this as long as he was coming back to Green Bay. But, Dane, do you have any thoughts about, uh, you know, some of the spin, the, you know, the news breaking around uh, the amount of money and the offer uh, that uh, the Packers had on the table and um, how uh, fans should process that? Because, um I, it's not my money. Uh, the the cap keeps yes. going up, and you know that's what these players are getting paid. So I, I I'm just surprised that so many fans get upset about uh, the the amount of money that these guys get. Yeah, it's you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's not our money. It's not about how much money Aaron Rodgers is making. If you're a Packers fan, it's about how it impacts the cap. That's the reality. The Packers have the money. Trust me, folks, the Packers have the money to, to afford Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, how much is enough? I, I I don't see anybody complaining when their neighbor gets a raise, you know, or if you yourself are getting a raise, you go and get what you can. That's how this works. Um, again, Rodgers can make a billion for all I care, as long as his cap number is low enough that we're able to bring guys back. That's just the fact of the matter. 
Um, so um, I'm I'm all for it. And, and Wags, I thought it was highly irregular, not only for Aaron Rodgers to comment on the contract situation, but really any athlete. I can't remember the last time um, there was rumors of a deal being done and for a player to chime in and be like, nothing's A, folks, I'm coming back. <laughs> and then B, nothing's done yet. Um, if anything, as a Packers fan, I'm encouraged by that because I don't think Aaron's doing that unless it is a, a deal that is going to be workable for the team and for the cap to bring guys back. Um, let's be real. Aaron Rodgers at 38 years old, dude's not signing a four-year contract extension, theoretically, potentially, to go and, and be on an 8-8 eight and eight football team or an 8-9 and football team. He's doing this um, largely to go and solidify his legacy. Legacy is important to him. He's going to try to solidify it and get another ring in Green Bay. He understands the stakes at all of this. And, and he understands that they're at their best when they can put weapons around them. Wags, I am confident that when the numbers do come out, when we know the specifics of this contract, that is going to be something that I, A, benefits Aaron Rodgers, but A, one, benefits the Packers to be able to go and get out and get some more of the talent that they need to go for another Super Bowl run. Yeah, and um, I think that's going to be kind of in the what's next. But the more guaranteed money, typically in a contract in the NFL, uh, the the less there is going to be on the cap. Uh, and you can structure it so that the cap number is higher in future years. Um, I think what we also need to realize is that uh, by having the contract structured um, in a certain way with that guaranteed money, uh, that's going to enable the Packers to free up even more for this off season as well. Um, so I think we're going to get to the whole Devonte Adams, who else is going to be back um, as part of the structure of this contract here in a minute. But um, it's, it is interesting. Ian Rapport, I'm sure had the, numbers correct with what the offer was to Aaron Rodgers. Um, so someone in the Packers front office is obviously a source for Ian Rapport. We've known that since last off season uh, as uh, the, the two sides were going back and forth, trying to, uh, you know, win the war of attrition through the press. But uh, it seems like the timing of this was, uh, McAfee announces Aaron told him he's coming back to green Bay and Ian Rapport seizes on it and says, oh, that must mean he agreed to the deal that the Packers had on the table. And Aaron says, no, 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 that's not what's going on here. Uh, but uh, at the same time, Aaron also <laughs> wants to make sure that that isn't the narrative. Uh, he has a vested interest because of everything he's been saying all along uh, that this wasn't just about the money. But again, he was always going to sign an extension and will be signing an extension uh, if he's coming back. Uh, it's not that's not, there's not a world that that wasn't going to happen. So I, I think that's important to clear up here as well. Uh, Dane, any other thoughts on how, uh, you know, this got consumed today? I, I think um, otherwise I'm ready to talk about what's next and we can take a little bit of break uh, to, to uh, talk about our sponsor here quickly. Um, but anything else specifically with how the news came out today and, and, and with Aaron? No, I just, you know what, Aaron is, um, you know, it's like getting a family member to, to stick around here. It's, it's, it's really cool to see. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's going to take a little bit for folks to completely process this because this has been a long time coming. 
Uh, and at times, Wags, I don't think there was any guarantee this was going to happen. But I do think this is in the best interest of the team we love. It's in the best interest of the quarterback we love. And they're able to keep it together. Um, now we just have to go and get over that final hurdle and get back to the Super Bowl and win it. And I think that um, who better than Aaron Rodgers to lead us there? Uh, just welcome back, Aaron. Excited to have you. For sure. For sure. So, um, Dane, let's uh, talk here in a minute about what's next and how this impacts Devontae Adams, how this impacts Jordan Love, how this impacts all of the other free agents that the Packers are going to be wanting to um, uh, certainly bring back either internally or externally um, in terms of uh, what they're able to do um, for um, uh, with the money that they're going to free up here uh, by signing Aaron Rodgers. But uh, before we do that, let's talk about our sp- sponsor, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, DraftKings uh, is certainly a great partner for us uh, using that promo code TP. PN. And even though the NFL season is over, folks, we've got deals through DraftKings uh, that you can uh, sign up for, uh, NBA, college basketball, etc. So, Dane, uh, you've been keeping us posted on uh, what your wife Andrea is doing with DraftKings. So bring us up to speed with how her uh, bets are going with the NBA. Legs, I mean, NBA, but you mentioned college basketball now, too. And uh, little birdie told me Bucky's playing on Friday. So, you know, uh, all bets are off with Andrea hasn't been going as well in NBA, but all bets are off, uh, this uh, weekend and man, March madness right around the corner. Um, I think that we're going to be watching an awful lot of college basketball in addition to our Bucks games going forward in the Verici household. And a lot of that is thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, you know, use that promo code TPPN. Uh, listen, folks, DraftKings makes this so easy to win and win big. Wags is going to have the details on all of the, the ways that you can take advantage of it. But again, DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code TPPN and win just like my wife is. It's a lot of fun and it makes uh, some of these uh, basketball games even that much more enjoyable. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700, Colorado, New Hampshire, 888-789-7777, visit HTTP, uh, semicolon ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-877-770-STOP, 7867, Louisiana, 877-8-HOPE-NY, 467-369, New York. Visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, or 
888-532-3500 in Virginia, 21 plus, 18 plus in New Hampshire and Wyoming, physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only, minimum $5 deposit required, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right. So, Dane, um, I do want to talk then about what's next. We're talking about specifically Devontae Adams. It does seem like, um, despite what Aaron said about mauling retirement, the fact that he announced his decision uh, today uh, when the Packers had a deadline to use the tag on Adams definitely signifies what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Uh, This was as much about using his own leverage to uh, put the Packers in a position where they needed to commit to other guys as well, um, including Devontae Adams. So um, whatever the structure of this deal is, do you think we'll we'll find out, but do you think that this means that even though Devontae got tagged and I don't expect a deal with Devontae to be announced really anytime this week, um, that this is not going to be something that's going to drag out long-term because Everyone involved understands that this is going to get done now, uh, probably sooner rather than later uh, during this offseason. Yeah, Devontae's coming back. Uh, the way this is all played out, I don't see how he doesn't come back, and not just for this season. Devontae's not playing under the tag this year. I don't think that that's, that's realistic. I think that the Packers tag Devontae to hold his rights until they can get a long, longer-term deal in place. And, you know, all this talk about Aaron Rodgers' teammate, talk about being a good teammate. He's leveraging Devontae Adams to get a really nice deal uh, realistically with the Packers and to stay with the, you know his number one wide receiver. So, Wags, I, I just don't see a scenario where Devontae ends up anywhere else this year. And frankly, uh, we said it about Tom Clements when they hired him to be the quarterback's coach. We're going to say it about Devontae Adams. He's not coming back if Devontae's not coming back. Uh, he's not coming back if Devontae's holding out and he's throwing to likely not MVS and some new receiver. Like that's not happening. Aaron's doing this. I think that there's an agreement that I don't think Devontae and the Packers are necessarily close, but I think that as we trend through free agency, we're going to see some real headway on this. And I think Devontae returns to Green Bay on probably a three-year contract. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where um, Devon, you know, Aaron's not going to meddle in the details. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's between Devontae as agent and the Packers front office. However, it's okay. We're going to get this done. Yes. And just like Aaron announcing and, and getting the deals of his extension done before next week is my expectation. Um, it may not be like tomorrow, but it's going to be before free agency starts. Um, there's urgency here with Devontae. He wants to win just as bad as Aaron does or anyone else on the Packers does as well. And so he's not going to leave money on the table by any means. He's going to use the leverage he has, but I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion at this point. And I'm hoping that all sides recognize that. Uh, and uh, they say, well, there's no point in stretching this out. Let's, let's see how we can work through uh, the negotiations here in a manner that, speeds up the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that benefits everyone involved. So uh, although I, I is, will Devante have a deal done before free agency or on day one of free agency? Probably, Probably not. not. There's not necessarily a reason for that. Uh, but I think the parameters will be, are getting 
hammered out and it's not going to be something that's going to stretch out a long time. The Packers do have other extensions to do besides Aaron. Uh, Jair Alexander will need mm-hmm. to get extended. Um, they're going to be focusing on Devonder Campbell, I fully expect. Yeah. Um, so there's there's some other moving pieces here. And uh, so speeding up the timeline with Aaron and with Devonte uh, is beneficial for the team as a whole. Wags, uh, you know, you mentioned Devondre Campbell. Um, so I know that we don't have the numbers in, but a lot's changed since Sunday night when we were talking about our free agency and, and where we thought the Packers would end up with some of our own guys. Um, I got to think the Packers are going to be aggressive to bring, Devondre, to bring Devondre Campbell back and that Aaron's leaving enough room through this cap and some of this to to make something happen here. Would, do you disagree? I got to think that defensively Devondre Campbell is their number one priority to bring back. Yeah, and that's what we said on Sunday night. I think we were mm-hmm. both in agreement on that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we both agreed that as much as we love Razul Douglas – it's he's probably not the number one priority. And it seems reading through the lines based on Razul uh, coming out on social media yesterday, I believe that um, it doesn't seem like the Packers are going to be bringing Razul Douglas back short of, you know, him not getting the the deal that he's expecting to from another team um, or somehow if the Packers suddenly get back into it. Uh, But uh, as of right now, uh, the fact that that was, slipped out there uh, mm-hmm. tells me that uh, we were right on that Devonder Campbell is the number one priority uh, after obviously Devonte Adams uh, is, is tagged. So he's not going anywhere. Uh, but uh, I believe Devondre Campbell is the guy that they're going to be focused on here uh, as uh, we get to free agency. And I wouldn't be shocked Dane if he actually does get a contract before he hits the yeah. open market. Um, so We'll see what happens, but um, we've got Devonta Campbell and we've got Jair, um, and I think those are a couple of moves. We're going to see some restructures, a flurry of restructures here with the four or five guys that they have the opportunity to do that. Um, Randall Cobb, Dan. That's a big one right there. It's a big one. Yeah. Do you think the Packers are going to be bringing him back for sure now, um, or is this a, de- a decision that – Aaron's given them the blessing to make independently of mm-hmm. his decision. So I, I, I'm curious if you have a read on that, or is this a, well, we're bringing Randy back to part of uh, part of the structure here. Well, I chuckled. I forget which Packer beat writer it is. So forgive me. But one of them on Twitter was like, uh, you know, who else is having a really good day is Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb and Mason Crosby. Of course, three guys that are very close with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think there's a good shot Randall comes back, but not at $7 million a year, which I think is roughly what he's going to be owed this year. I think this team is going to need uh, Randall to take a significant discount to realistically bring him back. He has a place on this team. There's no doubt about it. Uh, We've discussed, we fully think that MVS is going to get priced out in the open market and leave Green Bay. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, with a Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, probably bringing in a young guy as well into the mix, um, and then Amari Rodgers, there's definitely space for Randall Cobb. But Wags, not a $7 million. He's going to have to get an awful lot closer to the 2 to $3 million range realistically for the Packers to be able to, um, you know, keep it palatable. Otherwise, they may need to move on. And hopefully they do come to some kind of agreement there. Because I do wonder on the open market, 
what Randall's able to get and how much more than what the Packers are willing to give him. Cause that is a real consideration. Does he really want to pick up, move the family again, go somewhere else? I, I don't know, but he knows green Bay. He loves green Bay at this stage in his career. I've got to think he's chasing a ring too. And who better to do it with than Aaron and Devante and some of his closest friends on the team. Um, so I think that there's probably a likelihood he's able to come back. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, if that's a restructure or if they rip up his contract, do a, a short extension with some void years right. to try to free up more money uh, with the understanding that, hey, we don't want to cut you this this year. You know, So Randall's going to have to make some concessions, I think, either way, uh, more than likely, um, if he wants to stay in Green Bay. So um, I'm just kind of curious, are these – decisions independent of Aaron. So he's not running the Packers front office, but with <laughs> Randall Cobb and Devonte Adams, it's a little bit of a blurry line, I think, uh, in terms of how these deals get done. But again, I, I do think that everyone involves rec- involved recognizes that um, it's to the benefit of the team uh, to bring these guys back in the building for sure. So, and, and then, you know, I think the other big one that's going to be happening soon uh, is going to be, of course, Zadaria Smith cut or traded. It's going to be interesting. Um, so I think that move was was sort of a foregone conclusion either way. So we expect that sometime within the next week. Um, mm-hmm. And the Packers can still move uh, Zadaria Smith. Uh, but Dane, the last question I want to ask about, yeah. and I think we should talk about, is it too early to talk about Jordan Love and no, what it, the Packers are going to do with him? Because I think this definitely um, puts a spotlight on on Jordan and no disrespect to Packer beat reporters, but I saw a number of them out there today took the position that Packer should just keep him. He's got a cap friendly deal. Um, They're under no obligation to trade him, et cetera. And I get that. I happen to disagree with that. I I don't think the Packers um, are in the business of keeping Jordan love at this point, Uh, but I'll give you the floor, Dane. Do you uh, uh, agree that the Packers may hold on to him for the time being, or do you think that they are going to cash in for both their own benefit as well as maybe for Jordan Love's benefit? Yeah, it's a great question, Wags, uh, and one that um, I think I know where you're at, but uh, it all depends on what the return is for Jordan Love. I think that's that's where I'm at on this, um, because could Jordan boost his value with a good preseason this season um, and then, you know, keep him for another year and then maybe look to move him? Uh, if, if we're talking a fifth round pick for Jordan Love, then no, I because I, with all due respect, I don't think Kurt Banker is probably the number two quarterback. So now we're out looking for a, a backup quarterback, either via free agency or through the draft, or we go with Kurt Banker, which sure, let's see if he can earn that. But um, my concern here is that if we're trading him, are we trading him just to trade him? Uh, or are we going to get some kind of value back? Now, if we get a third round pick, second round pick for Jordan Love, it's time to move on. It's time to replace him, you know, through whatever means we need to replace him with. But I do have concerns with the idea of just trading him just to trade him or for the benefit of Jordan. I, I'm pro player in these situations, but at the same time, uh, you drafted him, he's under contract. And I think that they need to make sure that they're able to optimize, they being the Packers, optimize their position with Jordan. I'm not looking to just give him away because what if dude turns around and blows it up in year three and we're sitting here with a fifth round pick on our hands? I'm not going to feel too good about that either. Yeah, I agree with you. Just to be clear, 
and I know you didn't say that I said this. Yeah. I also didn't say that they should just give him away sure. for nothing. Um, so yeah, it goes without saying. Um, you're gonna maximize what what you feel his value is um, across the league, uh, considering that this is widely considered to be a you know not the best draft for quarterbacks. Um, now, obviously, big news with Russell Wilson going to Huge Denver. Yeah. Um, there's only so many seats at this uh, quarterback uh, merry-go-round, uh, if you will. So I think uh, Jordan maybe his value is a little bit higher right now in the eyes of, of certain front offices around the league. I, I have no idea. But um, so, yeah, you don't just get rid of them just to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But it is also, I would argue, um, the best thing to do for the organization and the player. I, I get that you do need a backup quarterback, but you drafted Jordan Love to be your future, and he's no longer your future. So what are you really doing if you hold on to him? I, I think um, – it it's one of those things where yes, don't just give them away, but I, I think it's, it's, it's a sign of good faith across the league and other players see that um, it, the NFL is a brutal business. I, I understand that. Um, and doing what's in the best interest of the players is not the norm for most uh, NFL organizations. But um, I do think that if you, I mean, he Jordan didn't do anything wrong. He got drafted. He was widely considered, always was going to be a first-round pick, and Packers took him, and he's no longer in their future. Uh, I do think it's it behooves them to figure out a way to, to get a deal done with a, a willing partner and give Jordan a chance uh, to at least compete and uh, earn the opportunity to be a starting quarterback in this league. What do you think, um, just going down uh, – uh, um this whole little bit, what do you think a good return would be or an acceptable return for somebody like Jordan Love? That's a great question. I, I think your initial impulse of somewhere in the second or third round pick would be ideal. I, I'm not sure if the Packers are going to get a second round pick for Jordan Love uh, at this point. I, I That might be asking a little bit too much. Um, can they get a third round pick? I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. So, uh, he's still a guy that has all of the intangibles that um, that the Packers liked when they drafted him. There were teams that were not high on Jordan Love when the Packers drafted him, but there were a lot of other teams that really liked him. So I have to think that there's scouts and front offices and other organizations that may be looking for a quarterback that would love to take an opportunity uh, to pick him up. Um I'd have to go back and check, but um, I think a good reference point might be um, someone like Teddy Bridgewater uh, when he got traded uh, a couple a couple of times in the last couple off seasons. Um, certainly, um, I'm trying to think um, um, with Carolina they they uh, they traded uh, for I'm sorry what's Sam his name Darnold. Sam Darnold yeah. uh, maybe the uh, he might have had a little bit higher value than Jordan Love did uh, last off season um, than he will have this off season but um, certainly not someone that had lit the NFL on fire obviously by any means in his time starting for the Jets and uh, they were still able to flip him for a pretty good value I think a uh, second round pick if I recall correctly um you know Jameis Winston uh the the Saints 
didn't have to spend a lot to get him from the Buccaneers, but he had been in the league a little bit longer, probably didn't have quite as much upside uh, at the time as the Bucs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traded him. So I I think there's there's not um, necessarily a consensus value out there for Jordan Love, but I think those are some of the types of deals realistically that we need to get our heads wrapped around uh, that the Packers have maybe for a baseline. Um, in order to establish what the market would be for him. We'll find out. Um, I th- So, you know, saying all of that, you're pro trade love if, you know, if the right option comes along. I would say so if, if we're getting good return. But my my first instinct is to, to hold on to Jordan and see if he can improve his stock uh, through a preseason this season. So that would be my thing. So we we differ a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we'll see what happens and what the front office decides to do. Uh, either way. I, I trust Goody Wags. We're talking backup quarterbacks right now, which I wasn't sure was going to be the case last week. So it's pretty good. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that for sure. So um, folks, I think uh, we're going to uh, call it here for the evening. Keep this uh, nice and tidy and short here for tonight. Uh, we'll be back, uh, I believe, Sunday night uh, with a longer episode. I think we'll expect a bunch of more things, I think, to happen this week um, as the Packers free, prepare for free agency next week. So, Wags, um, hang on. Are, are you telling me there's a possibility that in a week's time we could uh, extend Rodgers, tag Devontae Adams, extend Jair Alexander, and maybe more? Uh, that sounds like a pretty successful week if that's what ends up happening. Zanarius Smith, Preston Smith. I mean, there's lots Woo-hoo. of stuff going on, restructures all over yeah. the place. So I think we'll have some content. Uh, we'll be ready to talk Sunday night for sure. So, uh, folks, don't, thanks so much for joining us. As always, be legendary and go Pack Go. Pack go. go. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.